0: right welcome to the afternoon's link show very excited to be here thanks to lab golf lab golf (laughs) we gotta fix that link we gotta fix that link um yeah tell them a little bit about yourself get a discount very excited to talk to you ty very excited to talk to you.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, guys. It's awesome.
0: Have I'm you, really excited. Have, have you done a podcast before? I this feel this like will you will be have. my
1: first one. First Your one. First one? My wife says that my entire life is a podcast because I <laughs> like to talk. So, you know.
0: I can see that being true. Why, why do you think she says that?
1: Uh, maybe because I talk over her a little bit too much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you need to get a mic, dude.
1: Yeah, well, I would like to think I'm just good with people. How about that?
0: Yeah, I would agree. Why do you think that is?
1: Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's a lot of it has to do with all of us golfers are are people driven, and you know, I don't know a lot of golfers that are too afraid to get paired with somebody they don't know or anything like that. It's kind of the culture, right? So yeah,
0: that's the golf you see, though.
1: True, that's true.
0: Your your golf is shaped golf. by your angle. I
2: was about to say, I don't know if that if that's necessarily the stereotype of golfers.
0: I mean, I'm kind of obsessed with the problem, but so I so I'm kind of coming at it from a slightly different angle. But I think also, I mean. Can I? Would I? Can I be so bold as to maybe credit your father?
1: Yeah, I mean, to, to what?
0: I think for um, you know what you just said, as like we all sure we all get along on the golf sure. course.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was raised. Uh, you know, growing up, it was never. I was never a fan of being the son of a golf pro and not having spikes on my shoes or not having a glove. And then as you grow up, you start to realize, oh, he's. He, w- he wanted us to just see the game. He didn't want us to care too much about um, all the intricacies. He didn't want to push us into it. So, uh, you know, I think he's always been people-driven, and, and I think you could be right. Yeah, I mean, the way I was raised into this sport, uh, it's definitely been a lot, a lot about people.
0: I mean, because you're, you're, your dad and you very much in the same kind of uh, – the, the wind is blowing in the same direction in the sense that You know, by way of introduction, if you're listening and you're wondering, I was about to say, (laughs) right? I'll just back up here and shoot this frisbee even further.
2: Let's make him introduce himself, old time sake.
0: I like it. He likes it. Great. So I,
1: I was uh, full name Ty. Full name Ty Martinez. Uh Um, Middle name. What's that? Middle name Ty Aller Martinez. Birthday. Love that. Three twenty ninety seven. Social
2: security number.
1: (laughs) I'm not very social, (laughs) so I don't know if I have one of those, but yeah, so I I was raised by a PGA member. Uh, My dad got his membership in early 90s and had me late 90s, Um, moved me and my sister out to a small town in Granbury, Texas, public golf. And uh, his green, his dream just grew from there, um, really focused on junior golf and later got the opportunity to take the contract from the city of Dallas for Keaton Park Golf Course in South Dallas. So that's kind of where we've landed. Um, I am close to being a PGA member, which is something that I'll be very proud to share with my dad um, and the rest of our uh, association. It's going to be a really fun experience for me to be able to say that I am a member and I'm uh, building on the foundation that my dad has has built up right
0: there there are some like benchmarks that you uh kind of own right sure. but like like as far as did, did i hear is is it is it an exaggeration to say youngest you were the youngest at in your current role
1: no i i wouldn't say youngest in my current role but um, youngest with the influence I have. And a lot of that is the trust that, you know, the key stakeholder at our business is my dad and he trusts my vision. Um, so maybe I've, I've had a lot of leeway for somebody of my age for sure. And you're the head pro at, yeah. at Key Park
2: mm-hmm. and you're one of the youngest head pros in in, his, in history at that establishment or?
1: Uh, I, I really don't know on that stat. I mean, I would say it's, it's young to be a head pro at 21. I don't think I would be the the youngest.
2: That is young.
0: I, if you're not the youngest, yeah, it's like we're talking about months. Yeah, and, and we're and talking it, about months, and we're talking about a course probably that hasn't had the same level of impact that Keaton Park has been able to have.
1: Yeah, and I just think that's the that's the ability to be kind of uh, I, I mean, you win if you take risks, right?
0: So, for those of you listening, right, you know a little bit about Ty Jojo. Walk everyone through what happens when you get to Keaton Park.
2: I'm so happy you're saying that because I pulled up on my phone episode 261 of the Eric Anders Lang Show. So on October 17th of last year, the title is the lowest round I've ever
0: witnessed.
2: (laughs) And it was recorded mere hours after I laid my eyes on Keaton Park for the very first time.
0: Can I admit something?
2: Go ahead. You know what I'm going to admit. Go, please. You, that
0: you, I don't even remember you, recording that. You have episode. no idea what's Where, going on. Where were, were we together? Yeah, we. Yeah. Was yes, I on it?
2: You were. Yes, you were on It's Your show. Yeah. Where were we? We were in an Airbnb that we had been locked oh, out of.
0: that's Right. And we invited people. We handed out the address of the Airbnb.
2: You had just consumed um, over maybe a like a pound and a half of dots pretzels. Yeah, now I remember. <laughs> uh, we we were not able to get in the Airbnb. The day had been a shit show since the beginning. I had gotten stuck in traffic in Waco so to speak. That's what people said.
0: It's such a lie.
2: And uh, You left late. Admit it. We just went to Bucky's. That was whatever. Anyways, all this to say, we had a meetup in Keaton Park and I had no idea about it, anything about it, except for the fact that it was a public golf course. And we showed up and there was about 50 people there and we had a ton of golf balls for them and we did the first ever mad scramble. Ever.
0: Which means... Everybody playing on the same teams. Everyone scrambling together. Prior to that, people had been playing meetups. It was all shot, all shot, pick a person you don't know. That's your partner. And then try not to get hit with a ball as everybody sort of makes their way to the green.
2: And we had just been telling the story last week, but on the day, Eric and I thought we would get through three holes because we we didn't know.
0: We didn't know how long the scramble would take. What did you think? First of all, how did we get connected? I don't even remember this.
1: I I don't remember how, uh, you know what it was, was your Fort Worth tra- chapter, the DFW, Caleb. RGC, Caleb, yeah. uh, Castellano, I yeah, believe. Ca- Constantino. Constantino. Yeah. um Yeah, no, and he's a great guy. I, I've worked with him before and he's always been um, awesome at Keaton and great to work with. Um, and you guys kind of gave us that idea of like, hey, we, we were thinking maybe we scramble, all 50 of us, and kind of like... The way we saw it was, you know, we're asking to do this at what five o'clock at night. It's not a problem for us to maybe just shut down the front nine, and you know. But it turns out, uh, foreshadowing, we got through it in what two hours and twenty one minutes. I mean, you could have teed off behind us and not really noticed, right? It was pretty cool, and we shot. We shot eleven under. Eleven under. I love it.
2: We shot eleven under, and uh, the very first time I ever saw you. Was um, I? I was on the green cam, which is I was up by the end of the hole, um, filming back, and I saw what looked like a teenager. No offense.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: riding
0: what looked like a dirt bike. Oh yeah. Through a bunker. Riding a dirt bike through a bunker, wearing a a rugby shirt with like five inch stripes of black and yellow, and uh, and black pants. It was it, it was a full look.
2: And if you told me he was the head pro of that golf course.
1: <laughs> I would have said, okay, tap my,
2: my tap my shoes three times. You know, I mean, I'm fucking home.
0: Wait, yeah. can we
1: be honest though? Driving through the bunker, just to be fair, was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that bunker got there. Uh, I don't think it was there the day before. No, I just didn't see it. I wasn't thinking. I was excited about you well, guys being late. there. And,
0: yeah, well, it was kind of dark. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we played. I think we were playing. Um, God, what a vibe, man. What a fucking vibe. I mean, you know, this is like, there's like, I don't know what your life has been like in terms of kind of grabbing vines. There's a lot of vines out there, you know, and each one doesn't take you to the same place that the other one takes you to. And so like this, this day was like a really big day for us because it taught us how important like, you know, what we've been saying at every event that we've been doing since, since that day, which I I'm thinking there's been about 40 we've had about 40 of that event that we did at your place since then the the largest one we ever had was san francisco which was like 4 days ago it was like 150 people president of the of touchstone you know the management group uh director of golf general manager all in attendance the chef was there the you know the the first pro and everybody everybody's there and everyone's just like kind of like how it works how is it working you know this works you guys play fast like you know and, um, you know, just from a mathematical perspective, the more we've learned, the more players, the faster.
1: That makes sense. But you would never think of it that way.
0: You wouldn't. It's just because that that uh, when you when you get up to the green, even on a par five, instead of a 16 or 18 footer, it's now a six or a four footer just because there's that many people hitting. Anyway, the the thing that really hits me and this is something to like credit Keaton Park with, which I would say, like. It's very much intact when you arrive, no matter how you arrive, no matter who you arrive with, what day you arrive. I'm sure it's all there, even though I've only been there once. Is that we we kind of see this thing where it's like before Keaton Park, we just had a bunch of groups playing golf together and it was a vibe. But then after Keaton Park, it was like, oh, wow. We're proving that a, that a group of golfers, a team of golfers, a community of golfers is better than just kind of going out and, and, and playing on your own or whatever it is.
1: Sure. I agree with that 100%.
0: You need to walk us through the pro shop, Jojo. I want to. Do you have a visual? Yeah. yeah sorry, because this is really you did, you important. You did ask me this question,
1: and and I will
2: be on record saying. And I was saying this to to Ty earlier because we were on a golf course and we went to this beautiful halfway house that was very modern. And I was like, look, I've been to a lot of cool places in the world, but I always love the ones that are have as much character as possible, as much history as possible. And the Keaton Park Clubhouse is my favorite clubhouse in golf, without a doubt. And obviously, it's always going to be circumstantial. That was back in the days before we were, you know, a real a real streamlined events company. And so I was running a merch table and I had no business doing that. You know what I mean? I was slanging merch left and right. Were you really? Yep. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I can't I remember doing that. that. No, no. I mean- they You should, remember that? You shouldn't-, you shouldn't Oh, put, that was all inside, right? Yeah. It was all inside. I mean, we were bartering. You know, Ty would come up, give me a hat or a towel. I'd like, give him whatever <laughs> he wanted. You know what I mean? And uh, in the background, you have a wall of shoes that look straight out of Complex or hype beast or whatever. Wrapped in plastic. And they're wrapped in plastic. Looks like, I mean- it it looks like you're on a sick in a sick like shopping area of L. A. or New York or wherever, and then uh, they but a not ma- like fancy. No, no, it's not, not, like, not it's like not like that.
0: You didn't pay like ten grand for some lighting. It's just like here are the shoes, but we've staged them a little bit differently to look like a skate shop.
2: Yeah, and the uh, there was a mannequin, and the mannequin had like a styrofoam head. Maybe I remember the styrofoam head, and it had some sick sunglasses on it. And there was a record player underneath it, and y'all were bumping Tupac.
0: Was the head spinning on the record? I rem- it was. I, that's what I was, was trying to remember. I think the right. head was
2: spinning on the Tupac. What a record. vibe!
0: That's like some Home Alone shit, dude.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> and, and they were just they were handing out cool, like really cool stickers, because that's the kind of thing most golf places don't get. Yeah, right. you did
0: the the Keaton Park sticker that's like lime green with melting letters. What dude, is that based on?
2: Just the LSD one.
1: It's. Uh, So what it is based on is when I was a kid, the cool thing was you go into your local zoomies at your strip mall or wherever it was located. And you ask the teenager behind the counter for a zoomie sticker. And that's kind of how we thought of that idea is like, man, we should have uh, our, our place would be cool enough that people want a sticker or a kid wants a sticker. We have something for that person that is from my, demographic it's the, or it's my it's the age? Group. only sticker
2: out of all the places we've ever been to that made it onto our gear case. Yeah. So the, cool. the Pelican we have with our cameras and stuff in it has a Keaton park sticker on it. And I don't know we're surrounded by a lot of alt golf. We're surrounded by alternative golf brands and so much of them try so fucking hard to be cool. And that was just organically cool in an accessible way.
0: It was just personal to you.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun. It's fun to hear that for sure.
0: Do you do you what other like sports and activities like preceded or coincided with golf for you?
1: So when I was growing up, um, my dad coached quite a few good players uh, from all over, uh, from where he was from, that came down to Texas with us to get looked at or or whatever. He was a good coach, still is, and um, I saw all these really good players. And like for example, uh, a good player of his was Rich Barcelo. Um, and I'm walking in the ropes on a practice round with them and he's got his range finder and it's got a Vans off the wall sticker on it and then as I get to know them a little better I start to realize every time dad goes on a trip to coach on tour with Rich he comes back with a fresh new pair of sneakers so everywhere they're going they're sneaker shopping they're you know, talking about other sports that are much cooler, especially back then, you know, early two thousands, late two thousands. Um, and I'm just thinking to myself, like these guys are so cool, but the world doesn't see golf in that way. They don't see the side that I get to see. So if the best players in the world are into skateboarding, they're into, you know, hip hop and, uh, the things that you don't see a golfer really doing, why can't we just shed light on that? and and just accept that we're all like-minded and we all like the same game and same music. Right. So that's kind of the idea behind Keaton just about relating to people, Uh, catching them off guard when they walk through the door um, is, is kind of what we like to do. Make it a welcoming experience. Like uh, you mentioned the record player. We, we keep the records on display, not, to sell them which is a common misconception we've had to put signs up records not for sale but more just to relate to somebody if you walk in eric and you like listening to krong band or leon bridges right and you see that record you're gonna look up at the counter and go what is this i love this band and then now we've broken the ice i get to ask you why you're here practicing playing have you been here before and there's that relationship that every business is desperate for right
0: so like now you know because i got to see keaton park with jojo on a very different day right a very a very different kind of a, a arrangement that you're probably used to what what is like um is there is there a commonality between some of your favorite moments that happen inside the shop there
1: yeah all my favorite moments inside the shop look a lot like that night just full of people um we do a tuesday night scramble and it ends with the sundown. We have glow golf balls that we like to hit as a close to the pin for the playoffs, and it looks similar to that. Not fifty people most of the time. We usually get, you know, out of the sixty that play, thirty hang out and eat tacos and uh, have a good time. But that's what it's for.
0: Should we do a hundred?
1: We should do hundred. We should, we should bring it back. We should definitely do. let do a
0: December. Let's do a December smash.
1: See at what point. Do the big groups separate and it's like seventy five versus seventy five? Oh yeah,
0: we've done it. We
1: have you.
2: We've done um, we've done two twenty five v twenty fives, mm. and uh, I've I've wanted to, to wait. Where experiment was the second on one? We did it in um Montauk Downs, and and we just did it in Phoenix, at San Marcos. That's right. Yeah, and both times there was a winner.
0: Yeah, and then you know what you would love this. You know what we did in the Bronx? We did four. Like pro golfers, like mini tours, Grand Horvat and three mini tour cats against a hundred. Who won? Guess
2: one. You can find out the day this podcast goes live because the video from it is going
1: live this week. I'm gonna guess the hundred one just because that's gotta be the answer, right? <laughs> but what I would love to do is that was so much fun. I'd love to run that back.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's so many good players. There's so in many Dallas good players too. and players. You know, we and could, we could have a team of. We could do eight v one hundred.
2: I mean, do you, if I was to say, hey, Ty, I need you to draft some players who could take on 100 golfers, you got some cats?
1: I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, you got to hit the green on the, the par fives. And first you person make the that putt. comes to my mind is me, but let's <laughs> go. Well, yeah, you think you'd have to.
2: You'd have to be like on the team. That no, would be tough. We could, get, get, Brian. We could we get, get Brian Ziegler. Brian Ziegler. We could get um, Brandon, uh, Brandon Wu.
0: Yep. We, we could, we could Sheffler, get a pro player. You know, yeah. See if AK wants to join. Maybe AK wants to roll. Yeah. Does okay. he ever roll out to Keaton Park? No, no. You've seen him though.
1: I have seen him for sure. Yeah. He was he was a good friend of ours, um, for a while, still is, but uh he's moved on. He's he's not in Texas anymore. Oh, okay so, yeah.
0: Un unbeknownst. Yeah. Yeah. Whereabouts. Unverified unknown. coordinates. Oh man. Just like uh pga relocation department
2: what's up with golf in dallas like what's going on there you know what i mean
1: it's popular it's booming and i think you know a lot of businesses are centralizing to texas right so it yeah. makes sense we got so many people that travel look at you guys you're in the golf industry you're smart you went down to austin and yeah you know you've been all over the country and just in the past week so i think it's yeah. a good spot callaway moved their shipping center down here oh so. really
0: yeah um
2: Calway moved their shipping center to Dallas they did yeah central baby I guess so just yeah
1: north of Fort Worth
0: really
2: what What do you think like the top three golfing hotspots in America are just as far as like whatever your criteria are
1: it's got to be Florida
0: you got
2: to be more not just state you got to get smaller okay than that.
0: describe it Get deeper what Like exactly? like for example
2: rules. like one criteria you could say would be like Pinehurst area Mm-hmm. So
0: you're talking like 30 mile radius? Yeah, 30 mile say, radius. You could say
2: Monterey. Huh. You could say Oregon. And what are we some... talking like? Like well, that's what like I'm. That's public? what I'm wondering. Like, what do you think the criteria is around? Like, I, I just started with like you know
0: what, top. You know what I've heard it is, and I'm not. I need to verify. Maybe you know Ty. I've heard Tulsa.
1: I I wouldn't be surprised. I mean.
0: I mean, excluding Southern Hills, I've heard there's a lot of good golf around Tulsa.
2: I was just trying to think; I could only come up with we we went to Tulsa once, and we... also unverified.
0: <laughs> no one knows where we went. Um, I don't. It's such a good question. I mean, Florida seems like San Francisco. San Francisco, kind of nasty. Yeah, right. There's a lot of there's like a public Alistair McKenzie. If you want to get in the car, there's another public Alistair McKenzie. There's a dope par three course. There's like, there's like a ton of great, good publics. Presidio,
2: a couple of major championship layouts. Harding Olympic, bayonet.
0: Harding Bayonet just up the road or down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Black beautiful Horse. out
1: there. That see that when I think of the best golf in the country, I think of Northern Cali for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah, I think it's gonna be like Nor Cal. You could drop a pin and probably be satisfied wherever you go.
1: Hundred percent. You know, foggy mornings.
2: And what is Texas missing? Because I feel like Texas, like, what's the best course in Texas?
0: Whoa,
1: mm, that Keaton Park probably. Whoa. What's the second best? What's the second best golf course? In, I love That's that. That's the best vibe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, prestigious wise, there's a lot of really good clubs in DFW. Um, I, I hear a lot of guys throw Whispering Pines out when you when you hear best course in Texas or prestigious. A lot of people like Whispering Pines. Have um, you played Pine Dunes? No, but we were talking about that earlier, me and Jojo. Mm-hmm. Today? Yeah. Uh, I, I would love to get out there. It's cool.
0: You would play well there. I hear great things yeah. about
1: that place. Yeah. Modest. It's all about golf. Yeah. My kind of spot. It's big. It's long. Yeah.
0: You got to put the ball straight. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What is Texas missing?
2: More I, I guess that's courses. really what I was getting at. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know. That's a tough question. I, I'm still learning. You know what I mean? I'm like just over three years in. I'm, st- I'm a junior.
2: I think it's missing more like Butler Pitch and Putts, actually. Like in well, what- yeah,
0: Where's where's the Dallas Butler?
1: We really don't have one. And it's something that people talk about a lot. I've heard of rumors of Part 3 courses being put in. I uh, haven't really seen anything materialized. But, you know, you go to Orlando and if you want to play golf at 7 at night, the sun's going down, you can still get a tee time, you know?
0: I was going to call it Orlando. Because Orlando, you got Winter Park and then you got – windermere you got like isleworth you got there's so much good golf right around orlando there you got um the park have you been to the park have you heard beautiful
1: yeah
2: uh you can only play golf in three states for the rest of your life what are those three states and you can't pick texas because it's like you can't because you don't live here in this hypothetical
0: california new york and florida
1: see new york i'm not familiar with uh but definitely california and florida and then maybe
2: florida really you think so Was the last time you played? Florida has like a thousand golf courses. I know, but when was the last time you played? Like Utah, maybe. I would pick Utah over Florida, maybe, just for the beautiful golf.
1: Utah is beautiful. Utah's
0: good, but St. George. Yeah, I think I got to throw in
1: a northern state too. You know, Michigan or. Chicago is always beautiful. The grass grows like weeds out there. So
0: yeah,
2: Michigan is a great call. Michigan's good. New York is a great call. I wasn't even thinking about New York. Long Island is a Long Long Island Island alone,
0: there's like 300 courses on Long Island alone. They're just some are historic.
1: Thing about New York is I hear that a lot of people from there have a hard time even getting out like once a month.
0: Yeah, I mean if you're in the city, it blows. Yeah, it's terrible. The Uber is more than the tea time.
1: Yeah and the
0: tee time is expensive is, I once took an Uber to a golf course and I was like no this this can't be that much when you were living in New York no I was I didn't play or golf I, lived I like, guess you were visiting yeah. I was just visiting and I was what's like the like, Wait, what? What what's the happening? longest
2: drive you've made to play golf well I mean that's like no, this doesn't count
0: that's like well I'll say one time we did a trip where we did um, we did Aaron Hills to Southern Hills <laughs> 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 yeah we stopped in chicago
2: wait was that the southern hills trip yeah i forgot you played aaron hills before then we
0: played aaron hills then we played shore acres then we played southern hills in in like 48 hours it was dude but i mean it's like you can't ask me like the longest drive because like that's like
2: yeah i guess i meant like what about utah you, you ever like go on a real golf voyage
1: not really man um been on a lot of golf trips but uh it's something i've been thinking about doing with my brother my brother's a good player and, and my dad, something like an all guys trip would be really fun for us to do. Uh, I've been telling them Firestone or some stay and play. Maybe Pine
0: Dunes is what we should do. Firestone would be cool. Yeah. I think Ohio golf is also really good. I was Ohio clipped into my head because like Dayton and Cincinnati and Columbus, there's all these like smattering of just like kind of courses that you just don't Like, they're they're not, like, on tour. They're not talking about them, but, like, there's a ton of amazing golf courses there.
1: Well, and you drive by a low-budget public course, and it looks pristine. Yeah. I mean, the grass out there is just perfect.
0: And there's the seasonality there, you know, where it's, like, boom, the trees are all red and yellow. That's cool. Totally. Yeah, so, I mean, should we go to a quick ad break? We do have to go to a quick ad break. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, everybody, I have a very, very important announcement. Listen, listen, just take a moment. Okay, if you want to optimize your body and your brain into becoming the most, what's the word that goes here?
2: I would say it's optimal. No, you already said optimal. optimal. No, it's optimal.
0: Do you want to be a king? (laughs) Do you want to become royalty? Do you want to make every decision on the planet? I can show you how. And I can show you to do it with a calm James Bondness where you're just like good with whatever happens. And it's actually just in a small little bottle.
2: I took one uh, yesterday morning. It's Ketone IQ.
0: Ketone IQ, guys. I wear the hat. Go to hvmn.com slash RGC. I'm serious. You won't regret it. It tastes like it works because it does. hvmn.com slash RGC. Please support the partners that support us.
2: And what do you get if they uh, if they get to go to ketone
0: IQ. You get 30% off your first subscription order of ketone IQ. Yeah. And I and I and I'm gonna personally guarantee success. I don't know how I can do that, but I've anyone who I've forced to try it loves it.
2: Yeah. If you're someone who drinks coffee, try ketone IQ. If you're someone who uh, If you like
0: solving puzzles, drink ketone IQ.
2: If you're someone who has to get up early or has to go to bed late if you're someone who, like me, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I don't really want to eat, but I don't want to be hungry. Yesterday, I just took a Ketone IQ right before the meetup, and I didn't even think about food for a while. I'm just going to say it.
0: If you like boning, it doesn't say it on the <laughs> bottle. It doesn't say it on the bottle, but go to hvmn.com slash RGC.
2: Yeah, never, never even thought about that. Try it. Okay, <laughs> Good good to know.
0: All right, another very important announcement for any of you tweakers out there yeah we know who you are i know some of you are all scrolled up into the shaft the flex the combo of weights on the head the degrees the grip well i've got a solution for you and the solution doesn't stop it just keeps giving it's like a train that never needs to be refueled that's because our friends over at dollar driver club have created a membership where you can not only just upgrade your driver every year, but you can also get absolutely illegal deals. You may get caught and then you would need to leave the country, whatever country you're in, because these deals are not allowed to be posted online.
2: Uh, What I will say is this, this holiday season as black Friday rolls around a year ago, I went to Black Friday and said, "I need a new driver because it's the worst part of my game." And I went and I bought a shitty driver mm. on a shitty deal. I remember this, and it did nothing. And you, you might have heard on this show, you bought a Mizuno. I well, I wasn't going to say the brand name, but well, whatever. It's not Mizuno's fault. It it really isn't, honestly, because it wasn't a personalized experience. It was some dude in some chat box who just gave me stock everything. And yeah. on the show, I was so excited. You remember me? I was like, "I'm going to be different this yeah, year." You were and I wasn't.
0: And I had an eyebrow up the whole time. You, you honestly did. Actually. I was like, "Why?" Yeah. Why would you not? You need to go to church if you want to meet God. And <laughs> this guy Dollar Driver on. Club has it figured out because you call them up, they fit you over the phone. They they do all your specs. They work with you, and if you don't like it, what do you do?
2: You get a different one.
0: You just send it back to you them. Just, and they give you a new one. You
2: just send it back a driver get a new one. So this holiday season, I would recommend instead of doing what I did, just at least check it out DollarDriverClub.com. Just as you would imagine it spelled. It's in the link in the description
0: check it out if you sign up as a monthly member you'll get your first month free with our unique code rgcxddc or you can get 50 dollars off your annual membership mm-hmm. folks it is football season s z and i know we watched the ut game yesterday that was a blast as we all know hopefully you're not a fan of Iowa uh, State. Iowa State. If
2: you're a Cyclone, that's all the best to you and all the all the best future luck in the world. But
0: we love you if you're from Iowa, yeah. but we will not be rooting for you when it comes down. I mean, we're ten and one.
2: Yeah, we're we're double digits for the first time in since like two thousand six. Yeah, two thousand five, two thousand six. Around then, I'm two thousand eight. But yes, and anyway, uh, trail
0: Blazers.
2: We're we're killing it, and uh, all the whole season we've been following along on Prize Picks, which is our favorite daily fantasy sports app.
0: It's the funnest way for me. Like I'm not a huge like I'm not a big gamer in that way. Like we even went to Vegas, and I was like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But like this is actually really fun because it feels like first of all the bets are very simple, right? It's not like I don't have to get too complicated. I don't need to know too much. I need to know I need to know a guy, and I need to know what I think that guy is gonna kind of do. And it's and it's a, we we play this game in the car all the time. Um, how many red flags are going to be at the you know Formula One race? More than more or less than two. So this is a game that we play all the time, and f- and ultimately Prize Picks is simple, it's fun, it's easy. And what's really cool about Prize Picks is that if you use our code, you know you know what if you use your Do you know what you get when you use our code? Yeah. Not you, Judge. I know you know. I know. I'm just want, I'm just thinking. If you're listening and you're wondering, I want you to wonder for a second. Yeah, yeah. honestly, yeah. Manifest it. Because think about this. More or less. Think about this. If I told you hey, you come to the golf course, Mm -hmm. you buy $100 tee times, and then I'll give you $100.
2: I would say you're crazy. I would say that's a bad business. But that's
0: pretty much the code we have here, which is prizepicks.com slash EALshow. And if you use the code EALshow when you check out, you're going to get a first deposit match up to $100. So literally what what we just said is that you're going to spend $100 and then you're going to get $100. So it's literally like you're turning $1 into two.
2: Yeah, it's it's dumb money. It's funny. Um, it's also, if your football isn't your thing, basketball season has just started. They're all doing UCL, Champions League, for soccer. Um, if you're listening over there and you're like, that's what football actually is, okay, I get it. I get it.
0: I get it, you know? You can even bet on musicians. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. But anyway, PrizePix is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and it's the easiest and most exciting way to play. So go to PrizePicks. P-I-C-K-S dot com slash EAL show and use the code EAL show for a first deposit match of up to one hundred dollars. When you were saying you've gone on like golf trips, like what sticks out to you? I mean, you're at the golf course. How many days a week?
1: Uh, Probably at least six days a week, maybe stopping by on a seventh
0: because you're ultimately responsible for everything that happens there.
1: Yeah, I guess you could say that.
0: What's the hardest thing that you've had to learn about the job that you currently have? That's a
1: good question. And I think a lot of people relate to my answer, which is um, just being good at dealing with people, knowing what somebody's expecting out of their day, uh, reminding yourself that everybody's there for a good time. Nobody's there to have a bad time. It's not the DMV. (laughs) So just, you know, um, the simple things like, can you guys please speed it up? and just little things like that that uh from a public golf course you wouldn't expect much thought into it but it matters you know what uh you tell somebody to speed it up and your delivery is wrong you just made somebody upset yeah right
0: is that is that the most common issue it's gotta be
1: as far as people getting frustrated on the golf course well cuz cuz you're
0: creating a product that people are paying you for and totally. that product is you know um you know like good fairways good greens good tee boxes and a smooth experience around all of that so you've so as long as the grass is cool which is more is is mostly in your control aside from like rain and other shit like that like then the only thing that you can change really is the experience of it all absolutely
1: and, and that's our that's our mission statements to provide experiences that inspire a lifetime of golf. Yeah. And so we're, we try to remind everybody on staff that um, we're just trying to provide an experience that somebody wants to have again, right? We want to give them some memories and um, you know, that can be tough balancing multiple people at once. You know, you got one guy who's having a great time and the guy behind him's mad at him. Right. So what do you do in that situation? Right. Uh, you, you care for both of them and you want to, hopefully solve the situation with both of them happy and ready to come back next week.
0: We had a crazy idea where it was, you would, you would pay per minute. Yeah. We, we, we fixed
2: actually, we fixed golf. Sure did. Didn't
1: you? <laughs> That'd be a tough one, but with technology, I, I could see that being something that later on down the road.
2: See, my idea was, was less so that we penalize people, but it was more so if you finished under pace, you got, you got money back.
0: You got a, you got a rebate to like a meal. That's an thing. interesting
1: topic too. Cause something I think about a lot is like, at what point is public golf self check- self-checkout?
0: Well, right. Like yeah.
1: remember movie theaters moving to, I got my ticket. I already went to the kiosk.
0: Yeah. Airplanes.
1: Right. So, and a big part of our, I mean, I'm the middleman for golf, right?
2: Yeah. But you do a lot more like you help. I'm guessing there's also an instructional element of your job.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Coaching and it's a big part of our job. Um, but that opportunity of customer walking in, right. Having that conversation. I'd like to think if we did a self checkout thing and we're dreaming here, it would give us more time to be in front of the customer, less time messing with chip readers and more time just talking. Yeah. Right. Getting to know people. Yeah. We
2: have a kiosk golf course in Austin. Do you really? Yeah, Hancock.
0: Well, it's a different thing. It's it's an executive course. It's actually the original site of a Austin Country Club. Beautiful layout, view of downtown, uh, nine holes. Um, there's no pro shop. There is only like a like a it's it's the equivalent of a machine at a parking lot. Yeah,
2: it's a parking meter.
0: And it's like not super functional so i wouldn't say it's like a great example of it all and there's no real human i was going to say it sounds like help.
1: honor system almost
2: there's an honor system there's a guy who drives around in a golf cart
0: yeah kind and like he kind of knows what's going on but he's not customer oriented you know what i mean he he's kind of like making sure that like there's no fights or like fires so it's he, different. he doesn't
2: even do a great you know, no no hate no, no, to him he doesn't always do a great job preventing that um, the that's the scary thing there.
1: with technology too, as a business, small business owners and business managers is, um, how much technology is too much and yeah. are we making this decision to be easier on us yeah. or is this easier for the customer? Right. Yeah. Um, tough questions coming up for, well, it's just interesting. Cause like
0: I, I do, I do kind of wrap my head around the slow play thing and I'm just like, I mean, even today
1: totally
2: what do you mean what do you mean today
0: we caught up to people we always catch up to people we always because our golf iq whether you're talking about ability to hit the ball or ability to not look for your ball right there's the same thing kind of and it's just like i just want to like keep in a rhythm you know slow play is a strange phenomenon
2: eric had another idea which was the remember the sidecar fairway what was that it was a passing lane on the golf
0: course (laughs) that's good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you could give someone a flag. Like honestly, that that'd be an interesting thing to do. Just from a customer service standpoint, I'd be like, hey, no shade, but you got to pick one or the other. Are you gonna be playing too slow or too fast? And if they say too slow, cool, give them a red flag, put it on the cart. You say if they say too fast, give them a green flag, put it on the cart. And then just everyone knows, like, hey, that guy wants to play fast. He might jump ahead of you. No shade. I don't know.
1: Well, and for some behind the scenes for your listeners, I'm sure we all have been behind a slow group and wondered why the golf shop hasn't fixed this problem yet. But the reality is, is like, if they're slow for you, we can let them play through, but now we've still got that problem. So it's more about encouraging the entire field to play at a similar pace. Yeah. Then you don't have problems. Right.
0: We, I had an experience a month ago. I was in Detroit playing and we were playing quick. Like we were a foursome and we were moving. I think we played 18 and like, three and a half and then we get to 19 27 holes that day We get to 19 there's a group in the fairway and i was like so i just called the pro shop and i said hey is there anyone in front of them and they were like no and we were like great easy fix so then we just drove around them and they were visibly upset which the which kind of made me chuckle as well because i was like
1: why do you care?" Ian? we're
0: literally just taking care of your feeling like you're playing too slow this is the
1: closest you're going to get to us <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Take a mental picture.
0: Yeah. Well, that's really funny. So we did get the next hole, and two of us made birdie on the next hole, just because we were just like, "All right, cool." Like now we're like, you know, it's like fresh air. Even quicker. It is an interesting thing. I mean, because because have you? I guess here's a question. Psychologically, you're talking about getting along with people, right? People play golf. People pay for golf. People play fast and people play slow. What's the difference psychologically between a group that's more commonly slow? And more commonly fast. Yeah, because
2: I don't believe it's just skill level.
0: And I will point out, I I heard this stat. You and I have probably been to the same conventions through the years. I'm curious to get into your PGA certification as well. But walkers play faster than riders and women play faster than men. That's what I heard from the PGA. Yeah. Or from the USGA, rather.
1: I think the psychology with women is they're worried that they're being a problem. Mm. And that's a common thing, especially when you're coaching a, a new lady golfer Um, we find ourselves at Keaton a lot of the times kind of just telling them, Hey, you're not a problem. You're going to feel like one because that's the culture right now of golf, right? You're going to be told what to do, how to do it, how to be faster. So just expect that and don't give it too much thought, right? You're not the problem. Chances are the people that are telling you that have an issue with play as well. Right. Uh, But I think it's just, um, whether or not you truly care. Mm. Right. I think that's the psychology. Um, Some people they're completely ignorant to the fact that they got to pick it up. Right. And those are new golfers. And instead of going to those people and saying, Hey, what are you doing? You got to speed it up, man. Right. That's, you have to look at those people and say, okay, they all rented clubs. None of them are wearing golf shoes. Interesting. Yeah. Chances are, they don't even know they're not supposed to be driving up on the green. They don't know they're supposed to be speeding it up. They don't know. Whoa. Right? So it's very slippery slope. And now you got a guy who's your customer, who you also care about, a new, yelling at a
0: new customer Oh, you're an old customer yelling at a new customer. Could be, right? Whoa. And now you've
1: got a balance between, I got to make sure that everybody's happy in the end of this, but I want to make sure that that person doesn't feel not welcome in our golf world. This
0: is kind of the saddest part is that what what we're saying is that hey we have a we have like an overall global you know group of people totally and um we are making it hard for people to join because we're making them feel not not only are they struggling with this simple hitting of the golf ball but now we're telling them hey i'm mad at you because you're not doing it all fast enough and also there's a lot of parts of this that you don't even understand such as where to put the golf cart and, and simple things that you just sort of understand over time, but it does take a few years.
1: Well, and look at how else we're failing. I mean, nobody said golf was stroke play. That's not the definition of golf. That's big. Look at us. Uh, What what do we play today? A blob.
0: We played like three games and like 11 holes.
1: (laughs) And we changed our minds a bunch, but you know, (laughs) we still had fun. We scrambled. Nobody knows what they shot. Certainly,
2: the most fun we had was not when we were playing our own ball.
1: (laughs) I mean, to me, right match play is the best form of this game, and it plays quicker. Maybe, maybe not a lot quicker than stroke play, but educating our younger golfers, meaning young to golf, on scrambling or teeing up from 150 out and
0: learning the game. What if you mean like? But do people actually get upset at Keaton Park? I, I can't see that happening very often.
1: It, it happens everywhere, but and it does happen at Keaton. Um, never, never to the point where we've got somebody taking their clubs off the cart and heading to the parking lot. But
0: Jojo has an interesting story. Did you share this on the podcast? I think you did. When we teed off at one at Presidio, you know Presidio. Have you heard of it? Have you seen it? Yeah, beautiful course.
2: I shared it on a podcast that they will not have heard yet.
0: Right. So, well, in brief, um, you know, we're going down one, one hundred and fifty people. One is right next to nine Jojo's on nine as the 150 people are teeing off and there's a guy on the ninth tee right literally facing like like we're hitting the same area and there's a lot of balls slicing into nine because it's on the right and there's a guy on the ninth tee what's the interaction
2: uh, he would, he, he was upset cause some balls went in his general direction. <laughs> it's kind of, so I want to start off by saying that he's kind of a sympathetic figure in this story. Yeah. Uh, which but,
0: is also, which is altogether not invalid. Absolutely. Right? Like, totally. You know, no one wants to get hit by a golf ball. Fair enough.
2: But you know, he, he certainly fits, fits into a certain cu- cookie cutter country club aesthetic him and his friends mm-hmm. as they're driving up to 18, nine and um, one in one in 18 in this case 10, but whatever kind of cross. And uh, as we're driving by, you know, I hear him go, you know, something along the lines of, are there any good drivers out there? You know, something like, look at all those bad drivers. And so I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch your drive. You know, you, you're about to show me how it's done.
1: That's how to be good.
2: You said
0: this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, like sort of just sort of elbow I said in a, very, a little bit i
2: said very jovially like yeah you know, like i can't wait to watch you know? this, is, <laughs> this will be wonderful and then he he hits a perfectly fine drive quite honestly it's a good drive and because of the way that golf is i said nice drive you know and then he looked a little closer and he was like actually his friend came up behind and was like i think that's i think that's random golf club i think that's eric anders lying and i think that's random golf club and he went oh my god i love those guys you know what I've I've been watching the content for years and then we kind of have an interaction and then they come over. But it was a complete it was so fascinating to see that switch.
0: Yeah, it was it was disdain into oh, like this is something I, I like.
2: Yeah, and the and the missing link had been curiosity from the beginning.
0: And what I'm kinda of getting at here's I had this image, right? And you know, throw the idea out if it's a terrible idea, crazy idea. But like what's missing from the equation that that you're describing about slow play is almost like empathy. Like we all, yeah, we all began.
1: Absolutely.
0: We all crawled. We all didn't know where the cart goes. You came in a sense from Royal beginnings, right? Like Tony knows what the fuck to do on a golf course. Big time. He's comfortable anywhere. There's grass and maybe even where there's like, you know, pine needles and shit. Like he's comfortable anywhere with a golf club in his hand. And so that's your father. Right. And that's, and that's like, I didn't grow up with that. Right. Like my dad puts a golf club in his hand and it's just like hair stands up. You know what I mean? God mm-hmm. love him. But like on some level, we, we check in at the pro shop and it's me, 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 me. Me to the first tee, me to the second tee. What's what this person is interfering with me. And it's almost like there's a card that's like, hey, bro, <laughs> Keaton Park is a very special place. And one of the reasons why it's so special is because new people, ba-da-ba-da-ba, women, ba-da-ba-da-ba. we strive to create this experience. Heroes are, I never heard them in. the mission statement is amazing. Right, like, and in order to do that, we ask something of you: service, right, kindness, patience, empathy. If you see someone struggling, maybe just offer them some of things you've learned.
1: They want to know. They want to know. So, what's the rule on the putting green? How many balls are you allowed to have on the putting green? (laughs) Do we know?
0: No, is there a rule? There's
1: an answer. The etiquette is supposed to be two. Two. Oh,
0: right. What do you mean?
2: Interesting.
1: See, it's and you guys are golfers, but we have all these little rules that not a lot of people know about. Sorry, or,
2: what do you mean like during
0: the expl- rounds rule?
1: So putting green like as far as like if oh, I'm practicing.
0: on the practice <laughs> okay, green. Okay, okay. Oh, you're Only not supposed bring to bring two, five balls to the putting green. I not when you're three. putting,
1: now chipping, you know, load the green up. Sure. But um oh, I didn't know this. We have so many rules like that and there are people out there that will see a guy with sometimes a small bucket on the putting green, right? <laughs> oh, I'm <yeah>. practicing putting. <laughs> and it would go such a long way if instead of like Leaning over to our buddy and saying, can you believe this guy? Like, yeah. can you share with us? Or, you know, what's the deal, bro? Yeah. And laughing, maybe we should just say, hey, man, are you new? Yeah. Okay. Here's the deal. When we're hitting on the range, we hit one ball behind a divot, right? I don't think we need to have signs. We don't need to have um, sort of like a, a judgment towards people that just don't know. Yeah right exactly and you're exactly right it's empathy and this this game i I feel like a lot of times we don't have empathy
0: yeah and i I don't know why all right folks it's holiday season i know what it's like to be in the holiday spirit and sort of be out there you know and you're and maybe you're maybe you're with the family no can i be totally honest to you
2: listening i have no idea what eric's talking about right now like i don't i don't see the screen I know there's two more ads yeah. left, and I don't know which one he's doing.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm doing the one where you're with your family. Can I get some hints? Can I guess? Do you want to like make it
2: hard for me, or like do you want just... to? Well, I'm just gonna do the ad rate. Okay. Do the ad read. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I was
0: thinking. Like, I can give you on a hint.
2: Yeah. I love a hint. Yeah.
0: You had a few too many.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm right there with you're you. With your family. Mm-hmm. You got
0: a few too many. You know, you're trying to like just just get back to square one with the fam. You know. Yeah. You don't want to wake up on day two, square two you feeling
2: it. You don't want to. You want to be giving thanks, not giving the insides of your stomach. Yeah. To the uh, to the floor or the uh, outside area in the small town in New England that you're from. Well, hypothetically we, speaking.
0: Hypothetically speaking, if you're in the northeastern corner of Connecticut <laughs> and you have a few too many, the great news is that there is a morning recovery product available to you that literally it's based. They they conducted a clinical study, and. The users of morning recovery, the people that drank morning recovery felt up to 80% better than those without it. So what we're looking at here is if you're skeptical, you can go to morelabs.com. That's morelabs.com and use the code EALshow and get 25% off your first order of morning recovery. And so what's, I mean, you've tried it, Jojo.
2: I have. And let's cut through the bullshit because like Eric, you don't drink.
0: I don't drink. So
2: part of this is like, why the fuck are we even talking about this? Um and uh part of me was very skeptical when we were asked if we would want to do this ad read. And if you don't drink if you're listening, which I know a large, you know, some of our community doesn't as well.
0: Then just go get keto. Fucking
2: hell yeah. Like like <laughs> this ad isn't for you. That's that's awesome. Keep keep on that incredible lifestyle. Um, I I drink. That does a happen lot. to me. <laughs> okay, stop <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't drink a lot.
0: No. No, you um, keep it chill. I keep it chill, yeah. Yeah. Except- we we were out in Vegas, and I think you did order a thirty dollar drink one night though.
2: Uh, yeah, but it was one shot.
0: It was top shell. It was a one big ice cube.
2: And I think it was neat. I don't did think you they... take a
0: morning recovery that night?
2: Uh, I did. And w- how 4 a.m. the next morning, how great was I? You I were was, up and at I was
0: all set. You were actually the first one awake that morning. Packing the car. If I remember, you were doing push-ups. <laughs>
2: Holding my breath. In the kitchen.
0: <laughs> I challenged you to hold your breath for two minutes. You Eric didn't hit that convinced, one. Eric
2: convinced, convinced he can hold his breath longer than me. And he, yeah, he can hit his drive farther than you I still can. still haven't beat me, though. Okay. You know what? You want to hear quiet on the podcast? <laughs> Anyway, uh, I actually did try More Labs and it worked.
0: Get it, try it. Go to morelabs.com and use the code EALSHOW for 25% off your first order of morning recovery. That's morelabs.com and use the code EALSHOW for 25% off your first order of morning recovery. Again, clinical study 80% of users felt better after drinking morning recovery than those who didn't. When people ask what your favorite food is, do you know what's funny is? What's that? Everyone says pizza.
2: Is that is that true?
0: Everyone loves pizza, dude. I will say
2: pizza, as someone who's been on a lot of crews for us, pizza's the thing we get because it's like no one's going to complain.
0: Everyone loves pizza. Mm-hmm. Like, that's almost like a birthright.
2: I feel like I could fix pizza, though, if we had two ways to make it better, faster and crispier.
0: Do you know? What that, ad we're about? Do, do, you, <laughs> yes. do you know that I have a solution for you right now? I might. I might. Um, what's cool about Uni? O-O-N-I, is not only the Scottish brand, Scottish pizza oven, but also they've been literally given the designation from whatever is the company, the group of people in Italy, in in Naples, Napoli, Mm -hmm. Naples, Mm -hmm. they are a Neapolitan-style pizza oven, literally by the order of merit from the Neapolitan. I did not know that. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. No, they literally did. It's like a fucking fact. And... You know, this oven can reach up to almost a thousand degrees and it can cook your pizza to crusty perfection in as little as 60 seconds. And that's the whole point of Neapolitan pizza. Thin crust, crispy, banging. You can eat a hundred slices. Um, you don't want to wait 20 minutes to do that either. Also, you can cook steak in it. I love that. You can get it with pellets. You can get it with gas. It can go indoors. It can go outdoors. It's absolutely incredible. They've got a bunch of models I love the product. They've got a team in Austin. We love hanging out with them. They're always cooking good food. I have one. You should get one. Go to uni.com. that's O-O-N-I.com. Support our friends, make some pizza, make your friends happy, and become Italian.
1: Here's the thing. The amount of times as golf coaches we hear, so what are you doing? Why are you here? What brings you out? Why are you taking lessons? Well, so that I can go play with my husband or I can go play with my friends. They all play. So then why do you need lessons? Just go play. Go learn it, (laughs) right? That's what you want to say, obviously. But in this sport, it's unlike any other sport. If I wanted to go play pickleball with you, you would say, just come on, let's go. I'll show you. Rather than, I got to take a lesson because I've never played and Eric wants me to go play with him next week. Yeah. Right? It's a different culture of, uh, you got to know what you're doing to be out here.
2: So, and Eric Stami, tell me if we can't talk about this on the podcast.
0: Just mark it. And, you know, we, we did the men's scramble tour in August. That was awesome. 22 courses, 22 days, total, total like wildfire moment for me and everybody on the bus and everybody at the events. And it was just like, wow, this is amazing. And, um, for the second one, I changed up the way we did it a little bit and we hosted them all at courses that were owned by the same ownership group. In order to develop a deeper connection with one company that can sort of turn on a faucet of local golf events for us in an area, and um, one of the things that I was realizing when we were at DeBell, um, really nice golf course in LA, um, was you know I was walking around with the director of golf and his wife, who's a teacher, teaching pro, and we we're watching the group, and um, you know we were about thirty yards from the green,
1: <clears throat>
0: not a lot of balls on the green. Out of the 100 players. And I was like, standing there with the two of them, and I was like, man, I feel like, uh, you know, we, uh, you know, I, I used to say in the opening remarks, I would say, who uh, wants to get better? And everyone would raise their hand. And then I would say, okay, now keep your hands raised if you are taking lessons, you know, and all the hands would go down. <laughs> and it was like, okay, wait, there's a problem with lessons right there's some disconnect and i have the same disconnect i don't i don't i don't get lessons i also don't really care about getting better anymore but like most people do and most people would enjoy it more this is all math you've heard but what about if a group of people could go out and just play golf with a teacher in like a 10 or a 15 person 20 person scramble they're all about the same ability so the teachers working on the same things can kind of go touch like a yoga class Right. And this is not a new idea. This has happened. This happens. But can it happen under the random golf club community umbrella with our vibe? Maybe there's some music going on and there's a pro that gets it, you know, can we create a game out of that?
1: I mean, yeah, absolutely. You
0: probably already do this.
1: Well, I mean, to a very small extent, um, I would say probably most coaches at our facility, if somebody's asking how can I play the game much better? we're going to say play with better people than you and try to find a big gap between your skill level. Yeah. Right. Don't be scared to play with them because you're holding them up. Just let them show you by modeling it. Right. Um, you'll, you'll be a faster player. You'll be a better player. You'll see, Oh, he doesn't use his 60 degree on every single chip. (laughs) Nah, fuck that. (laughs) I mean, right. How many times did we putt from off the green today at, at the West course, um, a lot of guys would not even think about that. Yeah. So they see you do it and they're like, okay, makes a lot of sense. He has no chance of sculling this across the green, Yeah. which is what I'm scared of. So now I'm going to start putting it from off the green like you did. Um, I think it's a great idea.
0: Sam Hahn, the founder of Lab, said that a lot. Because we, we did we did band in with a couple members for a breaking series and you know they were both double digit handicaps and Sam's a scratch and so he was like man all you need to do he was talking to one of the members playing you know who's trying to break ninety you know he's like all you need to do is play with better golfers you know you it'll all of a sudden synchronize your game
1: I've seen it a lot and a guy at our our course um, from the area played high school golf didn't ever shoot below hundred in his high school career really um, started playing in our skins game. And hanging out with the guys, getting to know people, learned the, the quick things first. Like, uh, where do I put my club when I'm putting after I just chipped and how do I do this? How do I talk? How do I mark my ball? Learned all that very quick. And within a few months, he was 20 strokes better. Wow. And he would tell you, and I would tell you hundred percent it's from playing with better players.
0: Yeah. It's almost like, um, it's almost like being a pilot. You know what I mean? Like, you get in and you're like, dude, there's 3,000 combinations of buttons. And a skilled pilot's just like, bing, 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 And they're just going through it. And it's like, just even the little decisions of like, where do you, yeah, where do you put your wedge? Like, oh, I forgot my head cover. I forgot my wedge. I forgot my, oh, God, like. It adds up. Yeah. Oh, wait, I don't have whatever.
1: And what happens when we forget things? We get to our next shot and we're hearts racing. And for those new guys, their hearts are already racing over the ball. Yeah. And when you don't have the visualization in golf, just like with every sport, we lose control of our body. And now we've got a guy that we're making feel worse and he already feels bad.
0: This is so interesting because it's bringing me back to when I got into golf because I was already by most accounts an adult you know and i got into golf i was 29 and i was like not trying to play nice courses i was just trying to play the any course that i could afford and like even still i found it challenging you know what i mean it was like wait i don't how do i it's it's almost like raised by wolves is is the entry to golf when it's not a family game for you you know there's no there's no like elder <laughs>
1: Um, you said you were 29 when you started And your dad plays
0: Yeah so I mean my origin is like my, my brother found clubs in a garage sale When he was like in his teens And he's 10 years older than me Not a golfing family So my dad plays at the invitation of my brother That's when he like got into golf really Like but they don't he does, He's not like yo let's go play golf My dad's like oh yeah we can go play golf if That's what you want to do
1: Again can I ask why it took you till 29 To start playing
0: uh, yeah, because like if Keaton Park was the course that was around the corner and people were hanging out there, I probably would have started a lot earlier. I just thought golf was a game for not any anyone who wasn't like me. Bingo. Yeah, and that's why Keaton Park really like you know like I, when I walked into Keaton Park, it wasn't like oh this is like well done. It was like oh there's actually some blood in this place. Yeah, I'll it. I mean there's there's a human here (laughs) totally you know and all all too often i mean my biggest complaint about golf was that it was just a a boring stuffy corporate game
1: stuffy is the biggest word i've heard or the most common word used to describe golf shops and uh, it's the way i describe uh even keaton park before we really got started um with the vision and um You know, golf is lucky because you hear so many people, especially these days, talking about, well, are we going to retain all these people? Is this sport – is this too good to be true, right? Oh, yeah. You mean the COVID boom. And I look – yeah, that and just the culture boom, really. Mm -hmm. Um, This whole – thing of we're oh. growing at 100 miles an hour
0: right right so like golf is changing so much it's it's appealing to a new generation but are they going to stay around it, yeah, yeah is
1: this really is this real Whoa. or do we have to protect our traditional culture do or we not? Have to still
2: still appeal to an existing demographic are, are we going to turn yeah, off are, the are people? we turning
0: away the people like are we going to wish we still had them after yeah, exactly. we've changed
1: and i'm pretty confident um y- you know with my thought of we've had so many industries show us the way, I mean, you look at, um, I use the analogy skiing versus snowboarding a lot. I mean, you weren't allowed to snowboard at all, anywhere. You had to find a spot, a hill on the side of the road and go do it. Um, and then it all changed. And now even skiers are slapping stickers on the lifts and right. That whole thing changed. Yeah. Um, skateboarding was something completely different
0: yeah. before illegal,
1: right? <laughs> illegal. It was for, uh, dancers and artsy stuff. The The board never got off the ground. And then next thing, you know, you got Mullins getting it off the ground and the whole thing changes. Now everybody wants to be a skater and it wasn't cool yeah. a year ago. Yeah. So I think you look at golf and there's a lot of things in this world that are really good that start as kind of an exclusive thing. Right. Yeah. It's more for uh, rich and powerful or whatever, and that makes sense why it would be like that. But I think if you look at other industries, golf is headed in a spot that looks very similar to skateboarding, um, snowboarding. Those are the two that come to my head most. But yeah, you could make a million different analogies on uh, a game or a group of people changing culture and becoming more of a broad thing.
2: Yeah. I keep coming back to when you told me, Eric, that when you first got into golf, you thought all golf courses were private.
0: Legit.
1: So many people. Uh, We're a public park. And this morning (laughs) I walked in or I drive into the golf shop and we have a pretty long entrance, if you don't remember, uh, about a par three. And I see these families from the area who are parking across the street in another park with soccer fields and tennis courts walking across the street busy street just to get into our grounds to pick up pecans that it's totally open to the public um and i just know that their assumption is we don't belong here Mm. they don't want us here but we're gonna sneak in right and in my head i'm i'm thinking man i i would love to have time to be able to tell you please park in our parking lot please here have a club you brought the kids, they can go putt, right? Um, I think golf needs a lot more of that. Yeah. If you're not in the circle, yeah. you just don't know.
0: It's so crazy.
1: And we struggle with that a lot at Keaton. We, we're we very aware that because of um, the culture of golf, we've always had, um, because of our location, we've always had our customers travel about an average of 30 minutes to get to us. Wow. And so our goal is, can we... We are in, we're surrounded by houses and, and people, neighbors. Uh, how do we reach them and make them aware that this isn't the moon? You can pull in, you can check it out. It's free to putt and chip, right? Six bucks to hit on the range.
0: It's it's really like there are two golfs. There are. Right? What do you mean by that, actually? there's like There's like the golf that everyone thinks it is before mm-hmm. they play, which is exclusive. There's a fence. It says private. It's expensive. You have to be invited. And it's stuffy. And then there's another golf that's like, nah, we built a little skate park down here. Like I think for
1: each person there's two golfs, but there's thousands of golfs. Yes. Right? I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. And that's totally true.
0: Well, there's like there's like the golf. The, there's the golf that we perceive before we hold a club, which is like a like a snow globe. Right. With just like this perfect version of golf, like the Norman Rockwell, you know, Saturday evening post image Mm -hmm. of like elite, like you said, rich and powerful that there's, there's that golf. But then once you like walk through the door, it's like, oh dude, there's like, there's so much more.
2: And I would point out there's room for like, even today. You know, it's a podcast. You can't actually see what Ty looks like. Go watch the 50 percent scramble video, and you see him in the background.
0: Ty looks like he's in Hollywood, yeah. and you know, like we got we got like a gold ring with some diamonds on it, or you know, I don't know, and then a, and then a watch, some Jordans, some five-pocket, like well-fitted, like you know, like slate pants, all Nike fit. The guy, the you guy, look like you either, like, you're either Tony Finau's guru or, like, you just go everywhere with him.
2: <laughs> but I would point out, he looks like his, you know, he's wearing a, a perfectly normal polo in a q zip Like, you look very golfy. You were making fun of me today because I look like I'm straight out of Dustin Johnson's Range Academy. Um, but, like, on another day, you know, I'd be... Taking mushrooms, you know, with a tank top on and shorts and no shirt, no on on Hancock on a golf course. Yeah, barefoot. Yeah, barefoot. Yeah, (laughs) and I think there's the what I love about golf. One of the many things is there is room for both.
0: Well, we see that at every event. Like, I mean, you know, um, our captain in Seattle was messaging me today, and we he was like, "Hey, low key, my favorite person at the meetup in Seattle." And he was like, it was um, there was like a seventy year old cat there with like a white I beard, saw him, yeah. and he had he had purchased our primary Jones collaboration golf bag, which is like a loud golf bag. It's like bright blue, bright red, bright green, and it's modeled after the um, yardage markers on the driving range, you know. And it, and we wanted to make this bag. The original goal was to make it under a hundred dollar golf bag, didn't happen. But this old cat is walking around with this golf bag, and he comes up to me and he's like talking about Ram Dass, he has his master's in psychology and he was just, he was on mushrooms. I feel like, <laughs> For sure. but anyway, yeah, no, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different types of golf, but I really think that there is that version of golf that outsiders see. And then once you scratch the surface, there is a whole rich culture of golf that is fitting everybody in and, and, and not enough people outside golf see that.
1: I think it's important to know that at Keaton uh, and you guys are hitting the nail on the head. Um, with this, cause we talk about it a lot, especially me and my dad over the phone. Just, um, yes, we're very welcoming of this new era. We're very for it, but we're not the new era, right? I've been playing golf my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, I still prefer to wear a polo. I still want to have spiked shoes, right? That's my golf. That's my version But I see all these people and it's not their version. And it's been like that for a while. I mean, if you've worked in the industry, we get a lot of phone calls in public golf. What's your dress code? Because people are trying to dress down as low as they can. Yeah. Right. So it's nothing new. It's just more (laughs) (laughs) it's more welcoming. Right. See, I actually
0: I'm going to like both agree and disagree with you here. Like it's not about what you wear. True. I I think it's more because the whole like I used to be real anti-collar. Now I fucking don't care. I'll wear whatever. I'll pretty much always wear a polo, a belt I'll forget, and no one should notice. I shouldn't be looking at that. Don't look at my waist. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like I, I think it's like I think it's more about that like handshake. And that understanding of like, you're. I am also new to this planet. You are new to this game. Let let me just take a second here. I don't know. It's. I think. I think you can wear whatever. I I like kind of like getting dressed up sometimes. I like when it's like, oh, I'm. I do I either. am playing somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's like exclusive, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna need to think about this for a second.
1: Well, I think the big word is empathy. Like you said it earlier, and that's that's what Keaton's all about. Yeah. We're just trying to connect with you the second you walk in the door. Um, and if we can do that, then we're not scary anymore. We're not stuffy, right? And uh, we had a a big fear of, you know, are we going to start playing rap music in the golf shop? Are we going to lose oh. all of our customers yeah. if we do this? Interesting. We know that the new golfers... Are hungry for this, yeah. But are we going to lose out if we do this? And the short answer, and now it's funny to even think that we were worried about that, is no. Yeah, they don't care,
0: right? It's it's so funny. I've never really tried to put myself in your shoes, of like what you know, because you have a you have a you have a lease, right? You have you have a property. You have a you have one product, more or less and you have to optimize that product and you have to keep the, the existing satisfied and you have to market to new those are two different those are two different golfs almost right and um you know for me it, I, I almost started in the other direction where it was like random golf club let's make this thing as fucked up as we can you know and now i'm kind of like probably watering it down to some extent where it's like hey no no, no. it's not about like you know, remember we went to the country club and we played. Um, we played the country club made a video there. And I remember we posted this thing beforehand that was like talking about the sign and like how it was like private and exclusive and how that didn't mean anything to me. And like, you know how I kind of like, you know,
2: if, if you go back to that caption, there's more nuance there.
0: Yeah. And it's a great caption. It's, it talks about our bag tag and what our bag tag means. And, and primarily we like to speak from the positive and not, I don't really, I, I try to focus on the positive rather than, you know, even today I wrote a little caption and I was like, I'm going to take this part out because it was talking about, How Grow the Game was essentially um, a a marketing copy for, you know, club companies to sell more clubs. And I don't even know if that's true or not. So why the fuck am I writing it? And, you know, it also doesn't really matter because that's not really where my interests lie. Um, And, you know, this, um, this idea of like, you know, needing to serve two golfers that play two games is interesting. Cause it's not wrong. I mean, as a business owner, you you have to pay attention to that.
1: And there's a lot of different groups that are singling themselves out. Right. And you can't focus on one group of people. You have to just focus on people.
0: Yeah. So, so what, so has there been feedback that's come through the pipe that you've been like, Oh, that might've been a mistake or something.
1: It's usually uh, folks that are going to complain or, or have an issue with what we're doing. It's very uncommon. It's either going to come in the form of a passive walking by the counter and what's this shit you guys are always playing. (laughs) So it's either going to be that, or it's going to be, um, an email or something that they didn't appreciate. Um,
0: like what do you mean? Like an email they didn't appreciate that was like,
1: they, they might send us an email saying, uh, Oh, I'm we saying. didn't appreciate uh, the way that we were served. But honestly, we don't get complaints. I yeah. mean, you go into a lot of restaurants these days, cool, hopping restaurants, like, uh, for example, like a Hattie B's, and they've got rap music blaring, and you still see. Generations of people that you know full well are getting into their cars and not listening to that. Yeah. But they're going to sit down and they're going to enjoy it. We change with the world around us. And most of the time, if you're hospitable and you're not in people's face, right, we never playing rap music that is, um, inappropriate laden
0: with expletives, right? Yeah. Um, we had to pull that out of our meetup playlist. It was kind of getting a lot, a little much. Yeah.
1: And you don't want to offend anybody. That's the, that's the last thing you want to do, but you, you're just trying to relate to people. Yeah. And, uh, there's something relatable to hearing, uh, an F bomb that slips through on the ox cord and the pro running behind the counter to change the (laughs) song. Right. Like, um, it's, it's taking yourself a little less seriously and, and just being, uh, a part of the people.
0: Well, I think I think probably like even even amongst the like the rap question mark thing, like I think there's a lot of different types of rap out there, and I think you know if you're talking about like I don't I don't I don't know a lot of the new rappers, but I know like love Tupac, mm-hmm. and you just like you 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 kind of like it's not so much like what is said, but how it's said, and when I think when you talk about like a like an experience of having a member or a customer like you know, like coming to you for a product or service, it's like, okay, like, uh, this is all going to go down with kindness no matter what. Right. Like, like, oh, you don't like the song. Yeah, cool. I can, if you want to hang out here, I can change it. It's like, it's no big deal to me. Like, totally a lot of types of music in here, you know? Yeah. And that's the other important
1: thing is, yeah. And and (laughs) we do tell customers bring your own records as long as it's not, you know, super inappropriate. (laughs) we we love it. The, uh, One of the things about Keaton is you never know what kind of music you're going to walk into. Yeah. It changes throughout the day and whoever's working the counter is allowed to play whatever they want to play as long as it's not cussing into people's ears. But, um, and that's by design too. Yeah. Just cause I don't like what he's playing, uh, doesn't mean I should step in as the manager and say, Hey, this sucks. Yeah. Cause there's probably a lot of other customers walking in going, ah, Usually yeah. I hear this when I walk in here, but this is this is my style. And we get that a lot. Yeah. Oh, you guys are playing this today? Wow, I've never heard you guys play this. I love this. You'd be surprised how often people walk in and are just completely taken back, that somebody else is listening to the same song they were listening to on the way right. here. Right. And that's the, that's the beauty of it. That's that commonality. I mean, look at stores in the mall. Who's not playing music? Yeah, that's a good point. What restaurant isn't playing music? Yeah. It's like a perfect to me music is the bridge that it's an icebreaker, right?
0: Totally. It's really important. One of my biggest pet peeves on the on our on our tour of events is when the phone gets too far from the speakers and it starts to cut out. It like it like drives me insane. It kills yeah, the vibe instantly. It starts to short out like it's a Yeah, glitch. I start to freak so, out and some someone will be like telling me some deep story about how they went to a place that I was at because I was there. They brought their father and this whole thing and then like the music's cutting out and I'm like, I- I'm sorry, I'm here. I <laughs> want to hear the story but I'm freaking out. And I think, but where I keep going actually, Ty, throughout this whole conversation, three times I've thought, dude, all, you- uh, just, I-, I mean, not that you're asking me but like, I think if it passes your sniff test, it's fucking great. You know what I mean? And just like, because at least I've learned that on our own, like with the meetups. Like I remember with the first couple of meetups we did, it was like someone else made the playlist and it was like it was a lot of rap. And it was a lot of rap where there's a lot of N-words going around, there was a lot of F bombs going around, there's a lot of like I-, I couldn't even like pay attention to what they were talking about, but it definitely seemed like unrelatable circumstances to me. And I was like, wait, like why are we talking about guns on the golf course? Sure. Right? Like and so then I just went in and changed the playlist. And the next day I was like, oh, right, this is it. And if and if Keen Park is your place, right? And if and if you've kind of created that vibe just keep creating it and like, just trust your gut. And like, people are gonna be like, I don't like that song. And it's like, I hear you, man. Thank for you. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the input. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know Ricky Gervais? Mm-mm. Yeah, oh, dude, he is like, he's just this is Netflix comedy special. He's really, oh, he's okay. really cool. fun.
2: Creator of the office. Oh, yeah. okay, cool.
0: Yeah. And, uh, so he's this, he's this one where he's like, you know, he's like, yeah, he's like, if I've offended you, feel free to send an email. And I will print it out and I will wipe my ass with it.
2: (laughs) That's the customer service relations. What we have to do is we have to go back to Keaton Park and we got to do something special there. I don't know if it's 4V100 or 8V100. Maybe we figure out how to do blob golf in the meetup. Yeah, That'd be crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't even know how we do it. I'll think about it. Um, But thank you so
0: much. Absolutely. And thank you, Omni, PGA Frisco for having us out. We had a great time on the course. Your first time playing it.
1: First time playing. Yeah, it was awesome. Thanks for letting me join you guys today.
0: Thanks, Ty. We'll see you soon.
1: Thank you. Thank you, guys.